Welcome back to the Trade Society Traders Improved Podcast. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to share my top tips for new, young, aspiring traders. Now that I am approaching 40, I want to share the top tips that I have learned trading myself for almost two decades and also having mentored traders for roughly seven to eight years. And the first thing that I want to share and my first tip is that you have to understand that time is your most important asset when you're in your 20s or in your early 30s. It might not seem like it while you are maybe 20, maybe you're 25. And I remember myself when I was in my 20s, it felt like time was racing and that I needed to get going quickly and become successful quickly because I felt that I was getting old. And I think that this feeling never really goes away. As I said, I'm now approaching 40 and the same thoughts are still in the back of my mind today. I keep hearing the words, you are too old, you don't have much more time to do whatever, you better hurry up. But I'm sure that in the next 10 years or in the next 20 years when I'm turning 50 or 60, I will look at the time right now and I will tell myself that when I was 40, I had all the time in the world. And although life may seem short at times, it is in fact quite long from what I have learned in my short time here. And you can actually pack so much in five, 10 or 20 years and still have many, many decades ahead of you. And so I think the first most important thing is really that you understand and fully appreciate that time when you are young in your 20s, early 30s, time is really on your side. And this brings me to the next point because you have to start playing the long game. This is your biggest advantage when you're young and when you are starting out as traders. And once you realize that you have time on your side and it's not running against you, which I think unfortunately most people will not actually realize and therefore still make unnecessary mistakes and take the wrong decisions, you can approach your trading very differently once you actually would realize it. And most traders that get involved in trading uh, believe that they can realize maybe 10 or 20% return every month right after getting started. And such goals and such beliefs are really damaging because they lead to bad decision making when it comes to risk management and position sizing and also trade selection. Traders risk way too much to achieve those high performance goals and they also trade way too much. Over trading is here the keyword to hopefully uh, meet their trading goals and their performance goals. And then you do those calculations where you put up an Excel sheet and you calculate that within two, three, five years, you can take a $2,000 account and turn it into five or 10 million. I know we've all been there, but having such an approach as a trader and believing that this is a realistic approach will lead to a lot of bad decision making. It will lead you to go down the wrong path as a trader. And what will happen with those traders, I've seen it many times, they will waste years and years of their life that they could spend productively towards their trading. And what happens is that you have those traders who maybe are into, into trading for five years and they have not made any real progress because they are always chasing this get rich quick mindset Whereas you could have spent those three, five years into your slow, gradual progress, your slow, gradual development of your trading skills, your trading knowledge, slowly building your trading capital and therefore setting you up for success long term. Yes, while you're in the moment right now, this approach may seem like it will take two, three, five times as long compared to what your Excel spreadsheet tells you how fast you could achieve millions. 
but long term this is always the right approach to go the long route i've seen it so many times and it's always the same many are just constantly system hopping jumping room from one system to the next hoping to find a profitable system that can just turn on and make money right away but they don't put in the time to study trading deeply enough and in my mentoring program, I go through performance of some of the best traders managing millions of dollars. I also take a look and what is really helpful, I think, when you go to um, Darwinix, for example, they have like a leaderboard where they show um, their top traders and how much money they're actually managing and the percentage return that they are pulling in. And what you will often see in that the, the top traders managing multiple seven figures, they usually have a return maybe between 30 and 40 percent per year and this can serve as a huge aha moment for many traders who previously were chasing unrealistically high performance goals and setting yourself a performance goal of two percent maybe three percent per month is actually quite realistic for many traders to achieve and although it might not sound too sexy to realize three percent per month short term if you can keep this up long term and if you're in your 20s you have 10 20 30 easily 40 years ahead of you and those numbers will add up and if you can keep this performance up two percent a month three percent a month 20 30 percent a year there are really no limitations to what you can achieve with your trading and once you realize that and once you see that trading is not only what you see on social media but trading can be something really different when you look at the other side of trading, how many professionals approach it. This can often um, help traders to open their eyes and have those really, really important aha moments. Which brings me to another very important point on how you should approach your first 12 to 24, maybe 36 months of your trading. And there are different stages that a trader goes through. And in the beginning, and here I really mean 12 to 24, maybe even 36 months if you want to give yourself the time and not rush through it, a trader should try out as much possible, as much trading strategies, as much uh, trading approaches as possible. And I don't mean here just blindly system hopping and jumping around. And what I mean is dedicated um, periods of trying for example a day trading strategy and then after maybe three or four months going for a swing trading strategy and i recommend to my traders um, to start day trading for a few months then go to the longer swing trading time frames then after four months again go back to day trading for three four five months and then go back to swing trading and try each trading approach for three four five months and then switch to uh, switch to the next one and you really have to pay attention to how it feels and what are the differences do you feel comfortable being a day trader how do you like the fast-paced environment of day trading where you have to make a lot of quick de decisions every single day where you have multiple trades or do you get overwhelmed and do you get emotional easily and then also listen to yourself when you switch to the other end of the um, of the extreme when you go to swing trading does it feel better or does it feel worse compared to day trading how can you handle the the patient aspect of um, of swing trading compared to day trading do you mind waiting for trades or do you actually prefer the slower pace where you can make your analyses where you can wake, walk away from your computer and really try to listen to yourself don't try to just blindly copy what someone else is telling you 
but really try to find out for yourself where do you fit in in this broader perspective in this broader concept and once you have figured this out this is already such a huge step the problem that many traders have is that they just blindly jump around without having a real plan and they never really listen to themselves and they don't really fully understand where they should be focusing their um, energy and their concentration on while we are still at the more practical side of trading i would really recommend that you as soon as possible in your early trading days try to establish good trading habits and good trading habits i mean is that first of all you have dedicated periods of deliberate practice you put in a lot of time in your backtest but also hand in hand goes record keeping not only for your backtest but all you for also for your actual trading it is so important that you have a trading journal and that you record your trades you can pull up any trading book that is always listed any trading book that is recommended and you will find that a trading journal is the number one most recommended trading tool that all traders and all books will agree that you need to have and that's also why we created edgewonk on the edgewonk.com trading journal because there was a we saw the need for having a good reliable software that helps you to track your trading results in an easy effortless way and then provide actionable tips and having a trading journal where you record your trades and then you can relive your trades and you can actually look at your trades objectively after you have taken them that can be such a huge aha moment once you are confronted with your bad and negative trading behaviors and what i see many times is that traders have those negative patterns that they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again and that is costing them so much money and very often they're not even aware of it but if you have a trading journal and then you review your trades regularly and just alone the process of putting in your trades into your journal can make a huge difference when you are confronted with your trades most traders after they have taken the trade and closed the trade they will never look at their past trades ever again and then obviously you cannot learn from it so record keeping is really important the controversial take from me is that i would recommend that you have to trade demo of course you need to learn the in and outs how to size the position correctly but the longer you are on, tra on on a demo account what i have seen the more likely it is that traders um, adopt negative and bad trading behavior on a demo account nothing really matters you don't get punished for bad trading behavior you can just uh, refresh and reset your trading account and then you are back at zero and this is obviously not how trading works and the traders who spend uh, months or even years on a demo account they will often have those negative patterns that they have uh, established and created on a demo account and then unlearning them in a real account just takes so much time and so much effort on top of everything else that is coming to you when you are starting trading real money that this is a huge problem for many traders so yes demo trading is important there's definitely and certainly a place for a demo account but limit your demo trading what i would recommend is that very early on learn to size positions and this is probably one of the most important things for traders when traders as we say in trading blow up their trading account you receive a margin call what happens is that you have maybe one or two trades where you risk so much that one or two or maybe three single trades wipe, wipe out your whole trading account and this can only happen if you have completely broken and violated your risk management principles 
a trader who has a position size um, approach of risking maybe one, maybe 2%, maybe even 3% on the high end of the spectrum will not be able to br uh, completely blow up their trading account fast. It takes dozens and hundreds of trades if you rescale and reposition uh, your, your trading account, your trading size. So one thing that is really important and that I recommend to all of the traders and also my traders, I tell them this is so important that you are able to size the position correctly. You pick your entry point, you know where to get out, you calculate the amount of uh, lots or stocks or whatever you are trading contracts you need to buy to achieve a one or two percent position size goal. And then you know that if you get taken out, you are down one percent or two percent. You're not down 20 or 30 percent. You don't have those crazy fluctuations in your trading account. And this is so important that you learn it early on. So learning position sizing and having really good risk management practices in place is something that I would recommend to all new young traders. But in general, for all traders, this is obviously a core um, skill that you need to be able to do to size a trade correctly. The next thing and the next point I want to address my tip for new aspiring and especially young traders is that I would still recommend that you get an education. And when you look around on social media or YouTube or listen to other podcasts, many people will actually tell you that getting a degree is not worth it and that you are wasting your time and money. And my take here is, is a bit different. And also my approach, what I did in my life actually is, is very different. And I personally believe that getting an education and learning an actual skill or a craft is really, really important and can be hugely beneficial long term. It doesn't have to be a university degree necessarily. And if it would require you to go into depth and take a lot of depth on, it might indeed not be the optimal decision but there are many other ways how you can go about this, how you can learn a craft and de develop skills. And if you have a particular interest there and you are drawn towards a particular job and a skill, I personally believe that you should follow your interest, especially if you're in your in your 20s or maybe in your in your late 20s. Learning a new craft may only take anywhere between three and five years. And I personally believe that this is totally worth it. If you have learned a skill and if you've gotten a education, it can serve as a backup plan for a later. And you never know how life will unfold for you. And being able to get a job whenever needed can provide a lot of uh, security and also put your to your mind at ease. I personally also get a five year degree and although I rarely ever used it, it taught me so much. And I also always knew in the back of my mind that if anything would go wrong, I could always get a decent job to, to pay the bills. And this put me personally a lot at ease and it took uh, a lot of pressure off my shoulder. And I, looking back, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't change this looking back and I would always do it um, over again. And this brings me to the next point. Don't necessarily, you don't necessarily have to become a full-time trader. And I do not recommend that your immediate goal should be to come become a full-time trader for multiple reasons. First of all, having to pay your bills by trading alone and having to provide for your family with your trading profits can put a lot of stress on your shoulders. And a trading stress often leads to really bad decision making. 
I've also mentored traders that went full-time at one point with pretty good results under their belt, but when they started trading as their full-time profession, their results got worse immediately. And this can have uh, many reasons. As I said, the pressure of having to, to pay your, your bills from trading um, can really destroy your mental game. But I also found that humans need social component. And although you might say that you don't always like your coworkers, if there's one thing that the pandemic has uh, taught us is that being stuck at home all day, every day is not optimal. And trading is and can be really a, a lonely profession at times. And it's also a high pressure environment. So being stuck in front of your computer might not be um, the optimal uh, decision, especially if you're more of a, of a social person, then maybe having this goal of becoming a full-time trader is not the optimal way. And I've seen it many times that maybe it's such a 50-50 or 60-40 split where you do keep maybe a half-time position, maybe two days a week, where you do something that you actually enjoy besides trading that also brings in some money, can be hugely beneficial for your trading, but also for your for your mental well-being. And finally, especially if you are young in your, in your 20s, um, money is probably not a resource that you have abundantly. And it takes money to make money. And therefore, you probably are much better off having a job that allows you to put money aside that you can dedicate later towards your trading account. Funding nowadays might also be a possibility, but most funding challenges have very, very aggressive target returns and goals for, for traders. Often you have to break your risk management principles and trade very aggressively to meet those funding targets. So this might also not be um, the optimal choice if you think that I don't have a lot of money, I don't have a lot of savings, but the funding challenges is just what is gonna save me and what is gonna help me. I have seen that not for many traders or not for all traders, this is the right answer. Trading your own capital can be done on your own terms, which again helps you trade much more stress-free free. And finally, I also want to address the point that it is very important to address that you must be open to admitting when trading is not for you, when you come to the conclusion trading might just not be the right fit for you. And I have seen many traders after five or 10 years that still haven't made any real progress and are still continuously losing money in their trading while also not enjoying it and not having fun or not being passionate anymore about it. It's more of a, they feel that they have invested so much time, so much money already that they are too deep in to throw in the towel. And then trading is just an expensive hobby that is also taking away joy out of you rather than something that will ever be able to pay your bills. And I also don't think that there's anything wrong with admitting that trading is not for you and that you see your strengths somewhere else. There are endless opportunities, there are endless things that you can do with your time if you see your future somewhere else. And there's no shame in trying something new. Don't make the mistake of believing that just because you have spent two, three, four years trying to make trading work, you cannot pivot in your life. So to wrap this podcast up, here is a summary of the most important points that I've just talked about. First of all, it's so important to realize that you have time, you don't have to rush things and time is actually on your side. It's also important, adopt a realistic performance goal of maybe anywhere between two and 3% a month and you will be able to see that this is actually achievable. And give yourself maybe 10 or 20 years instead of trying to turn a $2,000 account into 10 million in two or three years. This will just lead to bad decision making and you will actually not make any real progress. 
also in the beginning in your first 12 to 24 maybe even 36 months you try to find out whether you are a day trader and whether you are a, tra a swing trader and this is a really really important discovery that you need to make in order to then make the right decisions going forward and find the optimal trading approach for you also approach trading professionally and dedicate time you backtest regularly you keep a trading journal and you know how to size your trades correctly so that you have a solid risk management approach get a real education learn a job develop skills beside your trading ambitions don't trade full-time right away having a job that pays the bills and also allows you to save money and put money aside is really important and finally it is totally okay to admit when trading is not for you and to move on to find something that you absolutely enjoy and love